Well, Heather, just to to fill you in, so for the snafu yesterday, took Canlytics to Las Vegas to attend the cannabis conference here. Right. So doing a bit of networking and also, you know, trying to you know learn as much as I can, you know, that way you can share with the group and hopefully everybody can learn from that. So, yeah. so it's good to see you. I see you, Keegan. <laughs> hopefully more people roll in. Should be good. Well, I can go ahead and share a bit and then... And then we can just take it from there. Um, it may be a, a shorter one this morning, but yeah, something's better than nothing. Yay. I heard a person. All right. So just to... To, to share a bit with you. So here at the cannabis conference here in Las Vegas. So I just thought I would share with you just some of the, you know, the topics that have come up and, you know, show where the data that's you know publicly available could be used to analyze some of the topics that were brought up. So so it's a lot of cultivation. So it's a good place to really get motivated to to start a cultivation. And so what I'll take away from this is, you know, now's as good a time as any to go ahead and apply for a license and get going. So there's, of course, you want to get a lot of planning in. And so, you know, Sun Tzu's got a motto that, you know, whoever plans the most tends to win. And so... That's a key, but from what I'm seeing, the people who have been successful are the people who started, you know, they just started somehow, some way, and they've done quite well for themselves. So lesson learned is go ahead and start, and there may be a learning by doing. So there, there may be a learning curve as you go, but now is as good as time as ever to jump in. And so, you know, so the question is, you know, where and how. So, so, so that's, you know, the licensing. And then, of course, they talked about, okay, as a cultivator, you know, what are some of the things that you may be looking for? So what are some of these data points that you're looking for, right? And so one thing that they talked about that we can we can analyze here is what basically we're trying to break down cannabis into you know four or five groups here so that way you know you can kind of distinguish between okay what are you getting what are going to be the effects right so identified essentially five main types you've got your I, THC to CBD. So this is going to be the intoxicating cannabis. And, you know, you, you may not be on the couch. Next, there's the near unitary THC to CBD. And so these are going to be your hybrids. And so these are going to give you a mixed effect. So these, you know, you may wind up on the couch and you know, they're going to be a bit more sedative, relaxing, if that's what you're looking for. Then there's type three, which is your high CBD to THC. And so, you know, of course, the higher the CBD to THC ratio, then the less intoxicating it's going to be. And these are going to be the people looking for the more medicinal effects, people looking for soothing, relaxation, 
passive re relaxation. And, you know, they're still looking to be quite present. CBG. And so, so those are the three main types. So you can really stick to those. And then just if you were going to toss in two more types, you could toss in the CBG, where, you know, CBG is present and ideally present at above average concentrations. And then a fifth type is, you know, no major cannabinoids. And then this will be a little trickier to, to parse out and identify. So I thought today, why don't we try to identify the first four types? And we can do this with Washington State data. So we can get quite granular data. We can actually get every data point or the Freedom of Information Act. So we can get the whole market snapshot and we can look at these four types here. So without further ado, just going to go ahead and read in the data and we'll be off to the races. Okay, so we've got a handful of data points, so let's give it 30 seconds or so. And then the first thing I'm going to do is just look at all the flower data. We could look at concentrates, and we may actually do that next. But just for simplicity's sake, just so we're looking at apples to apples, we'll be looking at flower to flower. So, so almost 2 million observations, about a million flower samples. Of the, you know, approximately 2,400, 2,400,000 flower samples, about 17,000 or almost 18,000 had CBG. So that's about seven and a half percent of all the samples. So you may you may even classify this whole group here as your type four, your your cannabis with CBG. What I technically defined it as was CBG above average concentrations. So what we can do is well. We can just take the average CBG present in the flower with CBG, which is about 0.8%. And so then we could identify all the samples with above average CBG. And... Let's see if we can look at that data. Okay, so we have no CBG. Um, let's see what columns we do have here. Oh, well that makes a lot of sense here. Now let's let's just look at a histogram just to see what it may look like. And so this is a factor. So we may have some with miscodings. So I'm going to go ahead and drop the outliers. That way we may be able to get a better plot here. So so real quick, let's just restrict this to the bottom 95%, the bottom 95 for time. So, so bear with me here while we get this nice and plotted. So we're just restricting the 
And then we'll see if we can't get a decent histogram once we exclude the outlines. Okay, so here's a, a better histogram here. And so these are going to be the, the presence of CBG in our type 4. So we're basically saying, okay, type 4 is basically going to be about 1%. So we actually defined it earlier as 0.8%. So it's going to be about 0.8, about 1% or above CBG content with, you know, a logarithmic distribution here where you've got the top end of the distribution just shy of 5%, so about 4.5%. So let's just go ahead and look at the whole distribution of CBG. Uh, that's right. And let's exclude these for outliers as well. So bear with me while we just look at. Let's look at CBG without the outliers as well. Okay. So, once again, we actually see a logarithmic, a logarithmic scale for CBG with the mean at about 0.8%. So, I think that's the, the concentration you're looking for if you're trying to grow a CBG type 4 strain is you're looking for, you know, 0.81% and above. Okay, so we've drummed that horse into the ground. So now let's look at type one, two, and three. So we can probably make short work of this, believe it or not. So, so we basically need to define the Okay, so we need to define the THC to CBD ratio here. Okay, so here we're just taking, actually this is, we, we actually want a CBD to THC ratio. So let's reverse this real quick. So now we're going to calculate a CBD to THC ratio in the flower. Let's see if we can't do that without too much trouble here. All right. We can, once again, we may need to drop outliers for plotting, but let's see if we can't get a histogram nonetheless. All right, so let's go ahead and identify our three types here before we drop the outliers. So, simple enough. We define type one as high THC to CBD, otherwise low CBD to THC. So we're gonna define low as less than 0 0.9 CBD to THC ratio. So this is just an arbitrary number that I just pulled out of my hat. So this may need more rigorous definitions here. So, but just starting somewhere just to 
just to you know show you proof of concept here. So great. So we're going to locate all the data. All of so we want basically all of the flower data, where the THC or actually where the CBD to THC ratio is less than or equal to 0 0.9. So simple enough. Let's, let's count how many there are. Right? And so let's calculate, okay, what is that out of all of the flower samples. Well, we may need, this could either just be the breakdown of the market or we may need to change our definitions of CBD to THC ratio because, so it's looking here like, you know, about 92 and a half percent of all of the flour sold is type one. And that may very well be the case. You, you know, you may, type one flour may be in high demand. So let's go ahead and identify these other two types just for completeness sake. So bear with me as I code this up in front of you. So basically we want the CBD and THC ratio to be greater than 0 0.9. And we want it to be less than 1.1. That should be our type two. And let's calculate that as a proportion of the total. About 2%. Once I, like I said, we may need to widen these bounds a bit for the type two identifier. So that's why it may be nice to actually look at a scatter plot here of it, you know, that would actually probably be a good idea here. So let's identify type three and then let's look at some scatter plots to begin to visualize the data. So real quick, type three, it's gonna be everything with the CBD, CBD to THC ratio greater than or equal to one point. Simple enough. Calculate that as a percentage of the total for completeness sake. About half a percent. So, so that may just be how the market shakes out. The, the market may just be looking for a low proportion of the high CBD to THC. And so that could be a quite interesting data point. One second, there's a. My apologies for the hot rod. Okay. So that may be saying, okay, the market may actually not be demanding very much high CBD cannabis. So if you're in Washington, you may want to look at these numbers and and try to position yourself well, right? You may there may not be much co competition for the the high CBD flower if there's only a small amount being grown. So it could be a you know it could be a place to niche yourself. And there was a speaker here at the cannabis conference who did just that in Oregon, and so it can be done. So maybe there's more room for type three. Maybe type one is quite saturated in the market. So possibility. But enough of 
just looking at the raw data. Let's look at a couple plots here. So let's see if we can't make a few scatter plots here. So first things first, let's see if we can't just look at the scatter plot of just the flower data as a whole. So here we just want to look at flower data. Well, we will need this plotting library. And yes, it's getting a little rowdy here, so hopefully we can finish our analysis without too much more noise for you guys here. So we've got a lot of data that we're plotting. So we may, it looks like, want to exclude outliers. So let's do that and see if we can't get a better visualization of this data. So as you've noticed, excluding outliers is a go-to strategy of mine, at least for creating visualizations. It just, as you see, these outliers, they, they ruin the scale. Um, so it's hard to visualize the data. So simple enough. Oh, restrict to you know the bottom ninety-five percent quartile, because we're basically saying okay that that top five percent they're they're outliers. We're not sure if that's miscoded miscoded data or what happened. Albeit that can be an interesting segment of the data set, right? So you don't want to just throw away the top five percent in your analysis because they are often some of the most dynamic observations. So, nonetheless, let's create a quick plot here. There's an upper bound where, so we may actually need to to restrict this twice, once on CBD and once on THC. Okay, so bear with me here. Bear with me. So this is just sort of ad hoc. We could clean this up later, but we're just trying to just trying to get this plot made real quick. Like, all right. So we now have. I'm sorry. All right. That is quite the scatter plot, isn't it? Uh, it looks like there's something just all across the board here. So that. That's. Here, let's put CBD on the y-axis here because that would make more sense. Um, okay, let's try this one more time. So this is just going to be a plot of CBD to THC of all flower data in Washington state. So let's go ahead and put some labels on this just 
just you know just so we can see what we're looking at here so CBD to THC and flower like I said, hot rods. Um, okay. Okay, so here we have a plot of CBD to THC. And so as you can see, we basically have something all across the map. There's strains with high CBD, low THC. There's strains with high THC, high CBD. So there's something all over the map. So that's why we're trying to break this, hopefully, into four groups. So we basically have, you know, quadrant, quadrant one. So we'll start with quadrant one. So quadrant one is high THC, high CBD. So those are going to be your near unitary, perhaps your near unitary cannabis. Then you're going to have quadrant two, low THC, high CBD. So that's going to be your high CBD strains. And then it looks like the quadrant three and quadrant four are type one, where it's basically high THC, low CBD. So let's see if we can't plot the four different types and, and perhaps be able to have a bit more definition. Once again, there may have to be some fancy footwork done to handle outliers, but we'll deal with that as, as the need arises. Also, bear with me. I'm putting CBD on the y-axis. Right. So now let's see if we can't plot the four types. And this could be interesting here. Okay. So... Let's do, we've done it, but now let's repeat it, restricting the outliers, just so we can visualize the majority of the data better. So what we can simply do, toss the restriction. We'll just define the restriction before we define the types. Simple enough. And we'll simply define our types with the restricted data set here. And hopefully, we get a decent looking figure. So this is the first time I've... Type 4 will remain the same. We may just want to use type 4 data where we've restricted the outliers. Okay, so let's recalculate these three types here. Simple enough. And we're gonna use type four data, which has been restricted. And let's make this figure one more time. See if we have a bit more definition. Interesting. So something didn't quite take here. Somehow.
somehow that didn't work quite well. So. Okay, so another strategy that we're going to do is let's just calculate heights with the full data set. So going back, and we'll just basically going to do what we did here. And like I said, I'm just doing this kind of quick and dirty just, just so we can get these figures up. But let's go ahead and restrict these types to the 95% quartile. Okay. So this may may not work but it's worth a shot here because i think we could get a really a really interesting figure so just bear with me as i code this up and pretty like okay so like three okay simple enough We may have removed the outliers from the data to the extent that we may now be able to plot it in a decent manner here. And let's see what we have. Okay. We still have not. I still not ideally removed the. Still have not successfully removed these outliers here. That's okay. We'll do what we did with the restricted flower data, essentially. So bear with me uh, five more minutes, or maybe hopefully less than that, and then we can get this sorted away. All right, so. Okay. And there's the traffic's picking up a bit, so we'll get this plot made and then we may go ahead and conclude a bit early for today. So, my apologies for sort of this impromptu meetup. So, next week we'll be back to the regular crunching numbers back in Oklahoma, actually. So, so that will be fun. So, so thanks for bearing with me for this sort of impromptu meetup, and hopefully we can get back on track for next week. So, but just to go ahead and see this through. We can finish this really without too much trouble. And the nice thing about coding, reuse, reuse, reuse. So, so bear with me as we get this coded up. And the third Third time does the charm. Just 
just maybe we'll have excluded the outliers sufficiently that we can get a decent plot. By the way, have some tea. What type of tea? Well, this is bizarre. So this is our plot. And so apparently our, our categories may not have quite classified the, the cannabis as we may have desired. Right, because we were thinking, okay, this may be, you know, quadrant one, two, three, and four here. And here, what we're seeing is basically we're defining everything. And we'll actually want to toss some legends on here. Um, so I'll, I'll need to see if we can do a legend on this real quick. think we can just hopefully we can just hopefully we can just toss a label on this data here I'm not certain so let's just try this real quick because it would be nice to know which one is type 2 and which is type 3 like which, which which one's the green exactly? So bear with me while we get this legend made. Okay. If we toss this legend in here let's see if okay this didn't quite do the trick it doesn't work it, um it's not the end of the world. We're just gonna Okay. So there we are. So as I was thinking, the type one is we're defining that is, you know, that's what we're defining as ninety percent of all cannabis. And interestingly, so the type two almost non existent. At least with our definition, we need may need to broaden our our cutoff here, and we'll do that here in one second. And then we're basically saying, okay, the type three is, you know, this bottom segment. So quite interesting. Let's add in type four. See if the visualization stays decent. About. Without heavy outliers, one hopes. Okay, it looks like type four has has outliers as well. So, but just for completeness' sake, and I'm curious to see type four plotted. So, why don't we just go ahead and basically. We'll, we'll just restrict the type four data, removing the outliers the same way we did with type one, two, and three. Okay. Okay, and so now we're treating all the data the same, which is 
fit into our case. And so now we can plot apples with apples. Interesting. So honestly, what I make of this is it looks like these high CBG strains also have high, they have the high CBG strains also that appears to have high CBD. Um, let's, let's just make sure I did this correctly. Um, Yeah, everything. Yeah, everything looks about right. So that's just quite odd, and so that's why maybe the type four don't fit so nicely into this box here, is because they're they are in fact, uh, you know, a whole other type of their own. So, so that so maybe, maybe this plot, it may make the most sense just type one, two, and three. So yes, so, yes, so, so that's an interesting, interesting observation. And just to to round this out, finish it up. Let's just go ahead and remember our 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 limits here were sort of ad hoc. So why don't we just sort of define those, and then we can, you know, see if we can. We're parameter hunt essentially to to see if we can you know define these into quadrants this isn't really how i'd recommend doing things it may be nice to have a bit more of a theoretical approach but for now let's just let's just crunch some numbers uh with with the time we have here so let's just define these limits here uh maybe the high thc limit Maybe maybe we'll lower that to zero point five, and then the high CBD limit. Maybe we'll raise that to one point five. So now we can substitute these into our analysis to make it dynamic. So identify type two, and then. We'll identify type three. All right. Let's basically just rerun this chunk of code and just redo our analysis. This may take a hot minute, maybe 10 seconds, and then. Well, we have a bit more distinction here, but it's still this quite similar, quite similar look here, where you've got real small segment of the market as type two, near unitary. Then you have, you know, small amount of the market, type three, the majority of the market type one. So let's just lower these limits real low. And see. And see what this may look like. We basically did three scenarios. Narrow bounds, medium bounds, wide bounds for, oh, the wide bounds is quite interesting here. So if we, if we do wide bounds, then we actually get a bit better distinction. Okay, what's type two, what's type three, and what's type one? And so I think this is a interesting an interesting plot here because it does begin to show how 
flower appears to have at least two different types. It looks like type one and type, I mean type two and type three may be similar. They're, they're kind of clustering together. They're, they may be distinct. However, they're definitely different than type one. So quite interesting observation. And then what's going on with type four? Is this an outlier issue or are they a special group of their own? And so the type four, remember, we defined as and so here, let's look at just type four in isolation. So type one, two, and three, and then type four is just real, real peculiar where you have some with just staggering high levels of CBD. Um, so just so you know, like 16% CBD is staggeringly high. I think that that's perfectly possible. Um, I, it, it is. It is. Yes. I've definitely seen CBD strains, you know, testing that high. It's rare, but but these are, you know, this, this rare, it's this rare, group of strains of cannabis that produce CBG, which is uncommon, and they produce some of them staggeringly high levels of CBD. And so this may be something to keep an eye out for in the future. And then type five, no major cannabinoids. We may be able to say that Maybe this is type five, right? Hold on, let me replot this. Uh, something's going okay. So, my my console is not behaving super well. So let's just plot this one more time, just so I can point at it while I'm talking about it. So, basically what I was saying was, this may actually be type 5, where, you know, the delta, and also, now I'm starting to wonder, did we, did we exclude the concentrate successfully here? Because cannabis shouldn't have that high level of THC. So we may have... We may not have successfully isolated the flower data. So I, I want to revisit that. Because the yeah, the delta nine really should not be above above you know 30, 35%. So what I'm thinking here is we've got type one, type two, or type one, type two, type three, and then I'm thinking these must be concentrates. So how they got mixed in, I'm not 100% certain, but I want to re-look re at this analysis here. So and now after casting complete uncertainty over the our entire analysis here, <laughs> I'll go ahead and be wrapping it up. So, so long story short, there's something going on here with these different types of cannabis. But I think it, it clearly requires further analysis, at least, you know, here in the Washington state data. So there's plenty to be done here. So this was just a crude, you know, crude, crude proof of concept that, hey, you can take this data, you can calculate these statistics, and you can cre create some quite interesting visualizations. So, so that's you know, what's been going on here at the, you know, the cannabis conference, you know, I'll, 
I'll try to share my notes with you and, you know, just share with you what's going on. But, you know, a lot of it's just, it's just kind of time to look at the data and especially if you're on the cultivation side, right? So data and planning go hand in hand. Alrighty then. Well, Heather, thank you for coming back today for an impromptu meetup of the Cannabis Data Science Group. So, so thank you for coming back and we'll try to get the rest of the crowd back, back for next week. So it was just, it was a snafu yesterday. I meant to be here, but you know, you, you live and you learn and you know, you can only, uh, you know, approach the, and this actually may be a good example of sort of the lessons learned um, in the cannabis industry, right? So nothing ever goes to plan. Your contingency plan needs a contingency plan. So, and that's sort of the lesson that people are learning in the cannabis industry. No matter how much you plan, nothing ever goes to plan. You're going to have to, you're going to have to move quickly on your feet. And there could be some disasters. There could be there could be some fires that need to be put out. And so, I think that's that's just what to keep in mind is move quick, get going. Now is better than never, and take your adversities as they come. So, and and you'll be successful. So those I think are the major takeaways. And, and, you know, learn, learn from smart people. So uh, that's what I do. Try to find people that are smarter than yourself and and uh, immerse yourself with them. So that's why I'm here. There's a bunch of people here that are much more knowledgeable in the cannabis industry than myself. So just here to learn and then try to convey some of that knowledge the best I can to everyone else in the group. So, so I think... I'll go ahead and wrap it up a little early today, taking up a seat here at the cafe, and I'm sure the the waiter's looking to get a yeah, someone else here. So I'll quit taking up space. So thank you for yeah, thank you for attending. And next week we'll be back to normal, back in Tulsa, Oklahoma, crunching numbers, and we'll be doing we'll we'll be back next week to doing our cannabis data science meetup group estimate of the size of the entire industry. So I'm not saying we'll conclude next week, but we'll, we'll be back at it. So. Thanks. Awesome, Heather. Well, right. thanks for bearing with us and thank you for attending and keep your nose to the grindstone. Thank you. Bye. Peace. Bye now.